This week I'm talking about simplicity. In this episode, you'll find out what simplicity is, why it matters for your mental health, and how to incorporate greater simplicity into your life every day in order to improve your overall well-being. So, let's talk. This is Let's Talk About Mental Health, a weekly podcast full of simple ideas for better mental health. I'm your host, Jeremy Godwin, and I'm an Australian writer and speaker who spent most of the 2010s dealing with severe depression and anxiety, and that led me to change careers to study mental health. In this show, I use my knowledge of psychology, sociology, and counselling, combined with my personal experiences of dealing with mental illness, to bring you a show full of ways to improve your mental well-being, one step at a time. Each week, I look at one specific topic and go through simple things you can do to improve your mental health. So, get comfortable and let's talk about mental health. Because the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. Hello and welcome to episode 63 and thanks so much for joining me. Continuing on from the previous few weeks of episodes, this year is the year of well-being here on Let's Talk About Mental Health because well-being doesn't just happen, it takes work. And so each week on the podcast, I'll be continuing to share simple ideas for improving your mental health and well-being by exploring lots of different things that you can do every day to make a positive difference in your life. This week is all about simplicity, and it's something that I've talked about a lot in past episodes as being one of the things that can have a huge impact on our well-being. Because the more complex things are in life, the higher the likelihood that challenges can occur. So before we jump into this week's content, I'd like to take a quick 30 seconds or so to say an enormous thank you to everyone who watched the first ever episode of Let's Talk About Mental Health TV, which is now out on YouTube. And also thanks to everyone who reached out to me with lots of positive feedback afterwards. It really made it all worthwhile. Let's Talk About Mental Health TV is a different show to this podcast. So aside from the fact that it's me talking to the camera rather than into a podcast microphone, the YouTube show is a general discussion about mental health and well-being each week, which means that I will be sharing lots of different things in every episode, as opposed to this podcast, which will continue as is, where each week I focus on one specific topic and explore that in more detail. So if you're after additional inspiration for better mental health and well-being, and if you haven't already watched Let's Talk About Mental Health TV, you can find it on YouTube or head to letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash YouTube, where you can watch it now. In episode one, I talked about five big lessons from 2020 and what they mean for us in 2021, as well as sharing a few different tips and ideas for better mental health. So check it out if you haven't already, and join me every Thursday for a new episode of that show. Okay, so now on with today's podcast episode, and let's start talking about simplicity. The Spice Girls once sang, Too much of something is bad enough, but something's coming over me to make me wonder. Too much of nothing is just as tough. I need to know the way to feel to keep me satisfied. And those words of wisdom continue to ring true today, almost as much as zigazig are. Today we are absolutely overwhelmed by choice. I don't know about you, but we pay for four different streaming services, and I swear, half the time we can never find anything to watch on TV, and the rest of the time we just end up re-watching the same things over and over again. There are just so many options to choose from in almost every aspect of life that it can become exhausting making even basic decisions sometimes. However, I'm certainly not suggesting that we go back to a world where there was hardly any choice and all the shops closed at 5pm, because no. 
Well-being is about finding balance in all things. And just like those spice sages said, too much of something isn't great, but then neither is too much of nothing. And so if you have to make a choice about what to focus on and why, where do you begin? How do you find that balance and that middle ground between doing nothing and doing too much? Well, the answer lies in embracing simplicity in all aspects of your life, helping you to be more aware of what you're focusing on and why, so that you can make healthy choices which lead you towards being the very best version of yourself possible. And so that's what I'll be exploring today. So what is simplicity? Simplicity is about making things straightforward, uncomplicated, and easy. It's about having clarity and making things easy to understand, and it involves making choices that require less effort, and so therefore making things either less complex to execute or achieving the desired outcome sooner, or even both. In the context of well-being, simplicity can apply to all aspects of our lives, our physical, mental, spiritual, social, emotional, and financial well-being, along with our working lives and even our public lives. For example, I focus on simplicity as much as I can in my podcast and on YouTube. And so even though I'm working in the mental health space, which can be quite complicated since there's so much involved, I don't try to be all things to everyone. I'm here to offer simple ideas for better mental health through my work and to provoke thought and stimulate discussion. If I tried to be all things to all people, I would find it very complicated and it would make my work even more difficult. And that's the thing about simplicity. The idea of keeping things simple can be applied to all areas of your life. Having trouble with a friend or family member? Step back for a while and find some breathing space. Is your next door neighbour driving you nuts because their dog chases the lawnmower and barks like mad? However, the neighbour just lets the dog do it and likes to mow twice a week. So you're trying to work and all you can hear for over an hour is a dog barking non-stop. And yes, I think I might be talking about a personal frustration here. Well, the choice is that you could either make an issue out of it, which makes things more complicated since you still have to live next door to them, or you could put noise-cancelling headphones on for an hour and block out the sound and then just get on with your life. I think a lot of the complications that we have in life are actually directly related to our emotional reactions to situations and events, especially when something is frustrating or upsetting. And so if we choose to act on those emotions in the moment or before we've had the chance to simmer down and then approach the situation more rationally, then we end up making an issue much bigger than it needs to be. I don't mean to oversimplify things, and in fact, even though simplicity is the point of this episode, oversimplifying things can be damaging, and I'll explain a bit more about that later. But the reality is that most things will seem like less of an issue if you just pause, or if you really need to walk away from them for a while and then revisit them in a couple of hours, or days, or even weeks. I'd like to take a couple of minutes and share a recent story about how choosing to make things simpler can help you to get through even the toughest of times. So last week we went up to Sydney for the day to see my mother in the care centre where she is now. They've mentioned in previous episodes that she has dementia as well as some other health issues. And so she moved into that facility in September and we've been planning to go and see her. But there were a series of COVID outbreaks in Sydney around the New Year period and Christmas, which meant that those facilities were closed to all visitors. Anyway, once restrictions were lifted, we arranged to go up and visit her. Visits are now capped at 30 minutes for a maximum of two people. And, you know, for us, it's a seven-hour round trip by car, so it's not like it's just popping around the corner. It's a very long way to go for a short visit. 
And because of that, part of me then began thinking, well, I should be adding in all of these other things. If we're going all the way up to Sydney, then, you know, we should go to this place or catch up with this person or whatever. But the thing is that the very idea of going to see my mother for the first time where she's being cared for was overwhelming enough in and of itself. And it was highly emotional. So I hope that what I'm pointing out here is that this trip, this half hour visit, was far from being just a simple visit to go see my mother. It was actually one of the most difficult things that I've had to do in the past few years. Now add to that fact that it happened to coincide with the launch day for Let's Talk About Mental Health TV purely by accident because it had been rescheduled a couple of times due to the COVID restrictions. And I hope that again I'm painting here enough of a picture of how overwhelmed I was on the day. Because when I tell you that I had several panic attacks in the morning before even getting in the car, I am not exaggerating. So knowing that the day was going to be challenging enough, instead of putting pressure on myself to do all of these different things while we were up there, all that we did was two things. We went and saw my mother, and then we caught up with my aunt, one of her sisters, for lunch. And that turned out to be a very welcome thing because it made the trip a lot less depressing by actually then spending time with someone and having a nice chat after seeing mum. And I'm sharing that story because, well, here's my point. We often think that we need to do all of this stuff and cram as much as possible into our time in order to be successful at life. But the reality is, is that just focusing on one or two big things at a time is more than enough to make some enormous strides forward in our life. And if you deal with anxiety or other mental health conditions, then you just might find that re-examining what you focus on and letting go of all but the big ticket things that are the most important in your life can make a massive difference in terms of your ability to make progress in a way that is less overwhelming than if you're just trying to deal with lots and lots of complex issues all at once. In my case, choosing to keep that day really simple, and in fact I cleared my diary for the entire day of Thursday and Friday, I let some clients know that I was unavailable so that I could give myself most of Friday off as well to just reflect and process the experience, and it did turn out to be something that needed a bit of reflection and processing time because it was a pretty major thing. And doing that was about giving myself the space to focus on one thing at a time without the pressure of competing priorities. In other words, consciously choosing simplicity over complexity. And that point actually begins to answer the question, why is simplicity important for good mental health? And the answer is that when we have too much on, we can find ourselves experiencing decision fatigue, where it's harder and harder to decide what action to take next, either in terms of a specific project or just in general. As noted in an article in Business Insider Australia by Amy Morin, who is a psychotherapist, and I quote, Mentally strong people know that decisions require mental energy, and your brain runs out of energy when you make too many decisions, just like your body runs out of energy when you're working out. And the link for that article is in the transcript. Let me ask you, do you know why the iPhone was so incredibly successful? Well, it's because it's simple. Tapping a screen is much more intuitive than the old way of having to navigate using arrow keys and those number keys that you had to press multiple times to get a specific letter. That analogy is more for those of us who are old enough to remember the old school phones. Actually, my aunt still got one. And when I was up in Sydney the other day, I was trying to show her how to do the COVID check-in thing with it. And frankly, even I gave up because it was just way too complicated. The thing is that nine times out of 10, when you make something as simple as possible, you'll increase the likelihood of success because who the hell has the time or energy to deal with things that are even more complicated? 
Now, of course, with anything, there is a risk, and the risk here is around oversimplifying things, which I touched on earlier. For example, there's been a real trend in global politics over the past few years of focusing on just one or two things as being the answer to all of the problems of the world. From changing policies in an attempt to recapture past glories, or rectifying social issues, through to promoting COVID vaccines as being a quick answer to ending the pandemic and reopening the world. Something that we know in reality is much more complex and will take a lot more than just a quick vaccine rollout. And so the issue with all of that oversimplification is that it inevitably leads to disappointment when things aren't just magically fixed and wrapped up in a nice, neat little package. Because life just doesn't work like that. And so what I'm trying to say here is that oversimplifying things is risky. And I say that because many things in life already have layers of complexity built into them. So we need to know the difference. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't approach things with simplicity. Otherwise, why am I doing this episode? And so what I mean here is by you focusing on yourself, by choosing to do no harm, being kind and giving more than you take. But it's about being aware that sometimes there is a much bigger story involved than just your part in whatever it is. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Another example that's more relevant for this podcast is the way that I see some people try to oversimplify mental health and well-being, especially in the self-help industry. There's very much a school of thought, and you can see it, it's very prevalent on social media, that goes, eat well, exercise a lot, and practice mindfulness, and you'll never have to worry about your mental health. And that's just not true. In fact, it's complete bullshit. Those things most definitely contribute to good mental health, but you'll notice I use the word contribute. And I talk about them here a lot of the time, but you'll notice that I never say to just do those things and then you're all set, because that is a massive oversimplification. Like all things, different things will work for some people and not for others. For example, looking at mindfulness, there was recent research by the University of Cambridge that's found what should already be fairly obvious. Mindfulness works for some people and not for others. And on its own, it isn't the be-all and end-all of well-being. Why is that? Because everyone is different. And at the same time, no one single intervention can possibly hope to address all aspects of mental health and well-being on its own, which is a point I tend to make fairly regularly in this show. By the way, that research was summarised in an article in Science Daily, so if you would like, you can find the link for that in the transcript at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash episodes. So my point here is that simplicity is an important part of wellbeing, but it's about understanding simplicity from the perspective of yourself. My point here is don't confuse applying simplicity in terms of the choices you make for your wellbeing with oversimplifying things. Because just doing one or two things is not going to magically change everything overnight. Complicated things will always happen no matter what you do or say. So the piece here is about recognising where you can apply greater simplicity in order to make the more challenging stuff easier to deal with if and when it happens. Also, let me just say quickly here that when I talk about simplicity in this context, I'm not talking about minimalism. If you're into minimalism, then that's fantastic, and it is one way to embrace simplicity, but I do think that it's a lot more about your external environment rather than what goes on in your head, which really has no relation to whether you're a minimalist, a maximalist, or an in-the-middleist, whatever. I would put myself in the middle. I like nice things that bring me joy, but I hate clutter, so I like to find that balance as much as I can. So with all of that in mind, how then do you incorporate greater simplicity into your life in order to improve your mental health and well-being? Well, let's get into the how-to part of this week's episode. 
And it should probably come as no surprise to any regular listener that I'm about to begin by talking about my favourite R-word, reflection. It's the thing that I talk about in nearly every episode of this show. So my first piece of advice is to take time to honestly reflect on your current life and all six areas of your well-being. Physical, mental, spiritual, social, emotional and financial. And consider where there are opportunities for greater simplification. For example, if you and your partner have two cars but only one of you drives, then get rid of the second car and stop having to deal with additional costs plus the time and effort of maintenance, etc. If you have a goal that you want to achieve and you don't feel like you have time for it, either change something or modify the goal to fit in with the time that you do have. Or if you have a relationship that is taking more from you than it is giving, change the relationship even if that means taking a break from it for a while or even permanently. If you're in a job that makes you miserable, change jobs. Again, I don't want to oversimplify things here, but let's be perfectly honest. Most things in our lives aren't that complicated, and it often comes down to a case of do or don't do. I tend to take the approach that if it's not adding value to my life in terms of my priorities, then it's just not worth worrying about. And you'd be surprised how much stuff actually is not worth worrying about. My next piece of advice is that getting to that point of knowing what not to worry about and being able to release that requires you to spend time becoming crystal clear on what your priorities really are in life. I talked about priorities in detail all the way back in episode three of the podcast, and I covered that topic so early on in this show because to me, it was absolutely fundamental to the stuff that I talk about week after week. And indeed, I went through my own process of working out what really mattered to me most in life, and that's how I ended up doing what I'm doing now, because I kept on coming back to the idea that doing work which allowed me to feel creative and fulfilled while also helping other people was absolutely essential for my ongoing life satisfaction. And at the time, I realized that it meant I needed to take a leap of faith and just give this thing a go. And, you know, it turned out all right, thankfully. But that meant that I needed to think about the simplest way to do things so that I wasn't overcomplicating my life, especially while I was still learning how to live with anxiety. So really, once you're clear on what your maybe top three to five priorities are in life, focus on those and as much as you possibly can, only those. If something doesn't serve your priorities, let it go. You've only got so much time and so much emotional and mental bandwidth for things. So stop trying to be all things to all people and stop trying to achieve everything at once. Focus on what really matters. One of the ways that we can do that is by being more conscious about the choices that we're making for our overall well-being and looking at where we can incorporate a bit more simplicity in life to minimize the amount of complexity that we have to deal with. That means actively looking for options to make things simpler and continues on from my earlier point about doing this. However, what I'm saying here is that it's not enough just to look at your life as is and try to make things simple. It's something that you need to do every single day from this point going forward and in everything that you do and say. So when you need to make a decision, take some time to think about it and consider if it really serves your overall well-being as well as your priorities. If not, let it go. And if so, then identify the easiest way to approach it before you do or say anything. In other words, start from a basis of simplicity and stay there. If things get complicated, pull back or try something different. 
I tend to have the philosophy in life that if things are complicated, it's a sign for me that I'm heading down the wrong path. And 99% of the time, it steers me in the right direction by having that mindset towards things. Which leads to my next point, let go more often. I explored letting go in episode 32, and this idea applies to both your external world and your internal world. Let go. The less stuff that you have, the easier things are, whether that's actual stuff that you don't use or just mental baggage that you're carrying around in your mind. And by the way, I covered baggage back in episode seven. Let go of things that no longer serve you or that are weighing you down. To quote on Vogue, free your mind and the rest will follow. Continuing on from that point, be honest with yourself about what is a genuine need versus what is a want. I'm going to use the example of smartphones here because, well, let's be blunt, most of us have been sucked into that cycle of feeling that we have to upgrade our devices every year or every other year. You don't need the latest devices, you want them. And when you treat your wants as needs, what you end up doing is making life more difficult, not to mention wasteful, because you're always chasing the next thing that you think that you need in order to be happy. And then once you have it, you begin lusting after the next thing in a never-ending cycle of wanting, chasing, getting, then wanting all over again. As I said earlier, if it's not high on your list of what really matters in your life, which I would guess for most people is generally more about loved ones as well as feeling secure and fulfilled in life, then don't treat it as a priority. And honestly, who cares about what someone else thinks about what phone you have? I want people to judge me for the type of person I am, not what I wear or what I own. And so if that means that those types of people drop out of my life, then fantastic. That actually makes things simpler for me because those are not people that I want in my life. So all of that leads me to my next point, and it is say no more often. If you don't want to do something, then don't do it. It's that simple. Yes, it can cause issues, especially with family, and we have to then deal with those issues. And often it can seem simpler to just go along with something so as not to upset people or rock the boat. But what you end up doing is making life more difficult for yourself in the long term. Why? Because all of that overcomplicates things. And if you make an exception once, then I guarantee it will become more and more frequent, resulting in less time for the good stuff in life. I prioritize my time with my partner and our cat, Igor, above all things. And so that means that I am now very comfortable with saying no and sticking to my boundaries, which then leads to a much simpler approach to my work schedule. So find what works for you and say no where you need to. I know that saying no to things can be tough, but you will thank yourself for it in the long run. Speaking of time, make time to do one small thing at least once a week just for yourself. So aside from investing regular time in your self-development, such as listening to this podcast each week or watching Let's Talk About Mental Health TV on YouTube, or both, commit to selecting one simple thing that adds value to your life and do it at least weekly, such as reading a book or watching something educational or spending time in nature. Whatever it is, do it at least once a week which will mean that over a year, you have done something just for yourself at least 52 times. And the thing about that is that things that might seem little and simple really do add up over time to have much bigger results. So by doing that, you harness the power of cumulative growth just by taking small steps each week, if not more frequently. 
And that leads me to my final point, which is choose to adopt simplicity as a mindset in all things. When difficulties inevitably arise, ask yourself, can I control the outcome? If the answer is yes, then do what you can. But if the answer is no, then all you can really do is let whatever will be, be what it will be. Let go. Choose to adopt a positive mindset, which I talked about in episode 31, and let go of the need to control things that you cannot possibly hope to control, which I explored more in detail in episode 48. In the words of Confucius, life is really simple, but we insist on making it complicated. So choose to make things as simple as you possibly can for yourself. Because when it comes to simplicity and mental health, what it all boils down to is this. Our lives can either be complicated or they can be simple. And it all comes back to the choices that you make. That doesn't mean that you can avoid all the complicated stuff and the obstacles that inevitably come our way, because much of life is complex and ever-changing. But what it means is that you're able to make things easier for yourself and improve your overall well-being by focusing on making the things within your own control as simple as possible. In other words, your words, your actions, and what you do with your feelings. Be clear on what really matters and make decisions that align with your priorities and which steer you towards being the very best version of yourself possible. The choice is yours, as it is with all things related to your well-being. So, what choice will you make today? Each week, I like to finish up by sharing a quote about the week's topic, and I encourage you to take a few moments to really reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by the great Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, and it is, Do the difficult things while they are easy, and do the great things while they are small. A journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. Let me repeat that. Do the difficult things while they are easy and do the great things while they are small. A journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. Alright, that's nearly it for this week. Next week, I'll be talking about patience. I'll be talking about what patience is, why it matters for good mental health and well-being, and how to incorporate greater patience into everything that you do. I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released in the morning of Monday the 1st of February in the Asia-Pacific region, including Australia and New Zealand, the evening of Sunday the 31st of January if you're in the UK, Ireland, Europe, Africa and the Middle East, and the afternoon of Sunday the 31st of January in the USA, Canada, Central America and South America. And of course, join me for Let's Talk About Mental Health TV every Thursday on YouTube. You can head to letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au for past episodes, including audio links and full transcripts. And while you're there, join the Let's Talk About Mental Health mailing list to have exclusive updates land in your inbox. If you're on my email list, you find out about new stuff at least a week before anybody else. So if you like this show, show me some support and sign up at the website letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. You can also follow Let's Talk About Mental Health on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook at LTA Mental Health, where I post extra content throughout the week. Thank you very much for joining me today. Look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world, because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time.